Welcome to the Best Belief Podcast, where we get unstuck and go through struggles in real time to show you that even though I struggle and I'm not perfect, with faith, intention, tips, and guidance, best believe you'll reach your vision. And don't be overwhelmed. I'm here to show you there's purpose in your pain, and when you fall, I'll remind you that you are a warrior and you will get back up no matter what season you're in. You aren't alone. Best believe we are going to get through this together. Welcome to the Best Believe Podcast. This is your host, Michaela. I'm so excited to be here and speak with you guys. Last week was one of the hardest weeks for me. I genuinely was so overwhelmed and so exhausted that I just genuinely cried my eyes out. I called a few friends after I prayed and I was just like, look, I don't know what I'm doing. I have so much to do. I have this big vision and it's super scary and I'm going for it anyway, but I'm really struggling to get through the overwhelming anxiety. And to give you some context, I was previously living in Seattle for the past six months. I just moved to Dallas in November. And whenever I lived in Seattle, I built up a routine that I was comfortable with and that I could handle. And each week I would add another step because I got stronger. And so when I moved to Dallas, I was adjusting to a new place, adjusting to so many new things. There was a lot of change going on that really caused me to not be intentional. And that also caused me to not feel fulfilled because I wasn't doing the things that I know that make me happy. And so maybe you're feeling this way and I want to address some reasons you may be unintentionally causing overwhelm in your life. And before I get into this, if you're struggling with finding your purpose, struggling with knowing what's next, make sure you tune into the first two episodes that I put out. They were truly life-changing. I'm so happy about the feedback I received. So let's get in tune with this episode. So there are a lot of causes of overwhelm that you might be unintentionally causing upon yourself. And these are some things that I noticed that caused me overwhelmed. So one of them being that I'm working through a lot of change. Like I said previously, I just moved to a new state, new city. And while I'm from here, I haven't lived here in a really long time. And I'm just really getting accustomed to having a lot of support around because I never had support like that when I lived in other states. I just called my friends when I needed something. I really didn't have people to give hugs to. In Seattle, I did because thankfully I was with my friend Amanda. But before that, all the other states that I've lived, cities I've lived in, I did not have that support. I was really getting accustomed to trying to maintain my business and all the things that I know God wants me to do while maintaining the relationships around me. And that was something that I just am not used to. Another thing is being too comfortable knowing you aren't doing what fulfills you. And when I first moved here, I definitely was super comfortable. I was giving myself a break as I should have, but over time, I kind of let that continue to happen, which caused overwhelm because I wasn't doing the things that I know make me happy. And so let's label that self-sabotage. I was self-sabotaging myself. I was not meditating the second I woke up. I checked my phone first. And those things really give me anxiety because I'm not pouring into myself first. 
And it's really hard for me to pour into you guys when I'm not even pouring into myself. So I realized that and that's definitely a way I created anxiety for myself the past few weeks, especially last week. So instead of throwing in the towel, I gave myself what I needed and got off of social media for the weekend. I poured into myself. I went to church. I went to a comedy show. I went to a play. I got to see my friends. I knew they would make me feel fulfilled. So I relied on those things to get me through that moment. And I feel so much better, as you can tell. I'm not crying. <laughs> Another reason why I was having overwhelm last week is because I did not have a beginner's mindset. I knew that troubles were coming, but when the troubles came, I kind of buckled up. <laughs> and in order to have a beginner's mindset, you have to expect to fail, expect troubles to come, expect not to be perfect, and have something to rely on when those things approach you, when those obstacles do come. What can you rely on when you're coming across an obstacle that you feel like you genuinely cannot get through? Last week, I was really giving myself a hard time because I felt like my second episode wasn't as good as the first. I also gave myself a hard time because I started the podcast, but I didn't do any promo. I still haven't done any promo. And it's like I could really beat myself up about it or I can just move forward and acknowledge that I'm a beginner. I'm just starting out. There's no pressure other than the pressure I'm putting on myself. Another reason I was feeling overwhelmed is because my space wasn't clean. And when my space isn't clean, it typically reflects how I feel and directly has an effect on my mental. And so because I just moved, I have boxes everywhere. I have a lot of things just misplaced. I'm looking for a lot of different things. And that can really cause anxiety and overwhelm because I'm like, where is it at? You know what I mean? I know someone else knows how I feel, especially when it comes to moving into a new house. And I'm sure it's even worse when you've lived somewhere for like 10 years and you know, you should just have clutter everywhere. So I really want to encourage you to clean your space. Rushing also causes overwhelm. And I have to remember that it's on God's timing and not our own. And not having a plan when I have this big vision creates so much anxiety for me because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm thinking at step Z, which is my big vision, my big dream, but I'm only on step B. So how can I take those small steps every day to get me to Z instead of focusing on such a bigger picture that it's hard for me to enjoy the journey and create those experiences for myself? Maybe you're putting unneeded pressure on yourself. Maybe you're comparing yourself and you're looking at someone and wanting to be where they are instead of looking to them as inspiration. So you start to feel like you're not doing enough. And I feel like if you're going to compare yourself to someone else, don't look at them and like want what they have. Look at them as inspiration. Look at them and know that if they got there, so can you. They are not the only one that can achieve their dreams. You can do the same thing. Best believe you are going to get to your vision and get to your dream. The absolute main reason for overwhelm is not relying on the word. And because I just recently pledged my full faith to God, I'm just learning how to live like Christ. It has been very tough for me to just recall things. And this is why it's important to know scripture because before I started reading and knowing the word, I had nothing to remind myself of to get me through these tough situations. And when this uncertainty hits, I think about Jesus sending Peter into the storm and he wouldn't have sent him into the storm if he didn't think he could handle it. And so this is going to be a story from Matthew 14. And I just want to summarize it for you. 
The disciples were super exhausted before Jesus even sent them into the storm. They unexpectedly were feeding 5,000 people. And just imagine the mental state they were in. Every piece of bread that Jesus broke, more happened to come off. And y'all know when y'all ready to leave work, but people keep asking you to do something. And it's just like, dang, I'm ready to go. Why do you keep asking? Why do you keep adding tasks when I need to leave? And and I know that can be frustrating, exhausting. You know what I mean? But you're definitely going to do it anyway because you know you need that job. And when they got on this boat, they went off into the water, into the ocean, and all of a sudden a storm happens. So the wind is brushing against the boat. It's shaking the boat. And all of a sudden, all the disciples are crying out for help. And you just see a ghost, basically. They thought it was a ghost. But it's Jesus coming up from the shadows, presenting himself, walking on water. And so Peter is like, I want to do that. He steps out onto the water, having faith in Jesus, that he could also give him the strength to walk on water too. As he's walking, his eyes are straight forward, looking at Jesus, feeling good, you know, feeling great. All until all of a sudden he looks down at the water and sees how crazy the water's moving. So he gets distracted, starts looking left and right, takes his focus off of, off of Jesus and falls into the water. But the second he asks for help, immediately Jesus reached his hand out and asked, why did he doubt? I just really want to remind you that we have to have faith. And even when the doubt comes, know that he will immediately help us when we ask. I want to remind you not to condemn yourself when other people are already trying to do that. And when you condemn yourself, we're vulnerable to so many different things. We're vulnerable to temptations. We're vulnerable to trying to give up on stuff that I fought the devil to get in the first place. So just remember, the situation is not going to get easier, but you're going to get stronger. You're going to grow through the storm. You're going to step out on faith. So Peter's focus changed when he was walking on that water. Don't worry about what you're walking into and know what you're walking in with. So I know God's got my back. The more I walk, the more I have faith that he's going to help me and deliver anything that I need at any second that I need it. And I know that he works all things to the good for those who love him. When he sent Peter into the storm, he sent him into the storm knowing he can make it through. But if he would have turned around, the wind would have been for him instead of against him. So the enemy wants you to turn around. Toxic people want you to turn around. The devil wants you to turn around. They want that wind to be for you instead of against you. When the wind is against you, you're moving towards your purpose. You're moving towards where God wants you to be. And instead of turning around, think about, do you need that boat anymore? The boat could be labeled a preference. The boat could be labeled a dream. A boat could be labeled the way you think that it should go. A boat could be labeled toxic people. Are you willing to step out on what you've been anxious and overwhelmed about and have faith in God? Because best believe you have to be willing to endure the messiness, but know that you are going to make it through because he would not send us into a storm that we could not handle. When he sent him into that storm, he knew he was going to meet him on the other side. And so think about this as your life right now. You're probably in the midst of chaos, in the midst of a storm. Have faith. Step out on that faith that is going to get better. Take those small steps that you need to take so that you grow and take the lessons that you need from these situations that are hurting you, that are haunting you. 
And so I want to give you some purposeful steps that I take to lessen my anxiety and overwhelm that give me structure, that give me routine, that give me like a tangible item to do when I do have overwhelm. Number one is going to be to breathe through it. Two is going to be being present. Worrying about the future prevents you from doing your best today. And that's Matthew 6, 26. Number three, get clear on what it is that you want. If your mind is all over the place, how can you truly move forward when you don't even have a clear idea on what it is that you're supposed to be doing? And if you're struggling with having a clear idea on what you're supposed to be doing, make sure to check out the first episode where we cover how to find your purpose. Number four, make a plan. When you make a plan, you won't fail. And whenever you make a plan, or whenever I make a plan, I try to pick two main tasks for the day to accomplish so that I feel like I've accomplished something, even though I obviously have. But it's like if I have a list of 10, I make two of those the priority of the day, and the rest are just extra. Number five, be about that action. Be willing to endure the messiness of the situation. Know that it's going to be messy. Number six, only focus on what you can control. If you can't control it, it should be out of your mind. I can't control someone else's opinions. I can't control the way someone reacts to me. I can't control someone manipulating me because that's happened. I can't control the way that somebody else is going to act. I have to know that the only thing that I can control is my own emotions and my mind. Number seven, have a plan B. Telling your friends your vision and how they can support you so they can keep you accountable and keep you grounded is super important. And know that when you do make a plan, it won't happen exactly like you thought, but it could turn out even better than you expected, which has happened to me every single time. And lastly, when you have overwhelm, write out the ways you can respond to it. So get a little note card, write overwhelm, So that when you're in the moment and your mind is clouded, you don't have to think about what to do because you wrote it down. And sometimes you can do all of the steps and it still not work. Sometimes we really don't need to push through or work through anything and just need to focus on what we need. So do you need to listen to a podcast? Do you need to listen to the word? Do you need relaxation? Do you need to push yourself? Do you need some movement in your life and get a workout in? Sometimes you really need to look at what it is you need and recognize it. And once you recognize it, be about that action. It's time to make some moves. It's time to change our life. It's time to keep pushing towards this vision that I know that you have. And remember, God never said it wouldn't be exhausting or hard. Before he sent Peter into the storm, he was so exhausted. Remember that. But he will provide what we need when we need it. But he knew he was going to make it through. And one day, I realized I don't need the person I thought I needed. I don't need the drug I thought I needed. I don't need the approval of others like I thought I needed. Because best believe God's got my back and best believe he has yours. And when I'm truly experiencing anxiety and I'm panicking and I am having just an attack, this is the verse that I say to myself. Give your anxieties to God and with prayer and thanksgiving, your prayers will be answered. And I know that is not the exact verse, uh, Google it, but uh, that is what I just remind myself every single time. I've literally said that since I started nursing school and little did I know that I was going to continue to say that years later. I want you to repeat after me. Are y'all ready? 
Okay. I'm stepping out of what I've been nervous, anxious, overwhelmed about. Here's some questions I want you to write down to take into your week. What is it that I really want? Or where is he guiding me? What purposeful action steps can you take to lessen your anxiety or overwhelm? What is the perspective that you have? What was working for me previously and what wasn't? What is my boat made of and how can I remove it and step out on faith? I'm so thankful for you guys. I'm so happy that I'm able to express myself and give you the tools and tips that work for me. Just take what resonates with you. Let me know. Send me a DM. Tell me what's working for you, what's not. And I pray that you go into this week with less anxiety, less overwhelm, and you really learn to walk in it. Learn to walk in your path without anxiety, without overwhelm. And when it does come, because it's going to come, how can you respond? And how can you find peace in the midst of the storm? Thank you for tuning in. I love you guys. I want to say a closing prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that as we move into the week, that you remind us how blessed we are. You remind us that we are not attached to anything of this world and we can let go of anything. I pray that they can let go and step out on faith and remove that boat, the boat of preferences, the boat of a job that they're holding on to, the boat of the person they're holding on to, the boat of the hurt that they're holding on to. I pray that they can let that boat go and step out on faith. I know that they will get through this matter because I got through it as well just a year ago when I truly thought I was never going to make it. I truly thought I wasn't even going to live anymore. I didn't want to be here, but here I am with so much joy, so much happiness, forgiveness, and fulfillment deep in my soul. I pray that those who are truly struggling right now, that they can see me as an example, see me and know that it can get better and that they know that I'm not any more special than them because if I can do it, best believe so can they. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Let's get lit to Emmanuel the Prophet. You can search at E-M-A-N-U-E-L-D-A. P-R-O-P-H-E-T. Let's get into it. Thank you, Lord, for the change ways. Emmanuel the prophet. Listen to me. Lord, took the blindfold off my eyes. I can see now. It's the last days. You don't want change. I can't see how. Balling off for Christ. I got a soul. He caught a rebound. When the Holy Spirit hits your body, you gonna speak out. About to throw a sign on my head. Demons keep out. Ain't no time to play. They out here lost. I gotta reach out. God doing some real things here. I ain't gotta see clout. Can't be out here disobeying God. He give out beat downs. Lord, save me from some situations. I can't keep count. So he used me as a demonstration. You can be found. When you in my presence, ain't no faking. I can see clowns. I can tell you when the Spirit talking hit me deep down. God to me right about my sins, I can't go back. No. Holy step and gaining real knowledge, you can soak that. Yep. Thank God he gave me good light and brought hope back. Yes. Big stepping on the devil's head, got my toe fat. They said I grew up in the church, I should have knew better. Ow. But God had to write my story, this a new letter. Back. Yeah, I got popped up in the leg, was on the newsletter. Thank God I'm here and not dead, Lord, you too clever. Yes. Woke up and said a good prayer before I changed my Amen. clothes. Thank God for breathing good air, cause he made me yes. ho. Remember doing bad, but now I'm good, cause he saved myself. Hey. Came a long way from in the hood, I had to end that note. Cause all these killings in the streets, no, it ain't no game. Listen 
to me. If you want some peace, you better make that change. And I didn't went through the storm, but I thank my pain. Thank God he wrapped his good arms right around my brain. Talk about some blessings of the Lord, I didn't see many. I was down, he blessed me with some bread like I feed pigeons. By the good grace, he washed my sins like clean linen. I'll be stepping for the good kingdom, cause his team winning. Ha, yeah, you know he saved my life. You know I gotta leave out with a prayer before I end my night. I hope you really listen to what I'm saying, cause it'll save your life. The world full of sin ain't no plan, and it ain't nothing nice. The Lord gave me good direction, had to listen to him. Literally put down my weapons, had to give it to him. Literally changed my whole life to asking how I do it. And now I'm big holy stepping like it ain't nothing to it.